You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Two Robbies podcast, your place for in-depth chat, discussion, analysis of every single Premier League match weekend and Champions League jumped in as well. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, and here's what we've got coming up on today's episode. Marquee match we'll start with, heading into weekend, was United versus Arsenal. Arsenal won uh, 1-0 on that one. Liverpool came back from a goal down to claim all three points against West Ham. Gareth Bale getting the winner. In Spurs' win over Brighton, Man City and Chelsea both picking up away wins as well. And Jordan Pickford dropped for Everton's match at Newcastle. That's what we've got coming up on today's show. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Robbie Hill, the start mm. of the big game. The big, yes, big game. And yeah. wow, what, a, what a great uh, anticipation leading into this game. And it mm. wasn't a high-scoring match, and some yeah. neutrals may have been disappointed in it. But I think we learned quite a lot today, Rob, on that game and what we saw from both teams, both managers. I thought it was very kind of clear which team were well-organized, mm. um, were together, uh, were motivated, and that team was also ended up winning the game, Rob. Just just start yeah. off with, with some of your big picture initial thoughts of the match. And we'll get into formations and things like that afterwards. Yeah. Um, that My takeaway is if Manchester United have had four games at home, Rob, they got one point. The Chelsea nil-nil draw. I mean, you can't, you can't get top four. You can't win titles on, on that kind of form. Um, they get a 5-0 win against Leipzig midweek. We talk a lot of good things. And then the manager says after the game that, you know, I'm not sure we don't put a foot to the pedal. I'm not sure we can do it two games on the spin kind of thing. It almost makes me feel like, what are the standards? What's the culture at this club? What, what's, what, what are we aiming for? Is it okay to do okay? You know, PSG and, and obviously Leipzig, we do okay in the Champions League. And then, yeah, well, it'll drop off a bit in the Premier League. And then what we'll pick up. I mean, hmm. I go back to my question about, is Oli good enough? Is this club good enough? But I, I start to think about the culture of the football club. And, I, and it's one of my kind of buzzwords at the moment, that 
this this team almost win a game and then relax. That's what it seems like. We've won a game and we, we don't have to be quite so good for the next one. And then we'll be up again in another couple of games and we'll, we'll show. But on a consistent basis, the culture of the football club is not right, Rob. Mm. And, and Mikel Arteta, I mean, in a short space of time, sorry, just before you said, mm. in a shorter space of time, is building a culture at Arsenal that you can start to see. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing, Rob, isn't it? Our last podcast on Wednesday, credit where credit was due. Yeah. Yeah. United was so good. The game suited them. Rashford looked incredible. Mm. Didn't see him in, in this game. Mm. I mean, it is it is remarkable how this good United, bad United, as you just talked yeah. about, Rob, is continuing. And I think we'll get on a little later in this conversation about the manager. I just wanted to, well, I guess we're always talking about the manager, but I just wanted to yeah. just kind of start out with my main thoughts tactically on the game, Rob, and, and what they were trying to do. And and we saw that the, the diamond worked really well against yeah. Leipzig during the week. Different sort of game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just watched it, Rob, and I my, my first sort of thought was, you know, it, it, it's frustrating watching United because mm. particularly with a diamond, diamonds are great when that team is kind of technical and it yeah. uses four narrow in midfield to outnumber the opponents. Yeah. So you play through that area and you gain an advantage. The opponents kind of tuck in. You use your fullbacks in wide areas. That's the yeah. advantage of using that system. I didn't see anything it, well in the match really, but it, initially to, and they're at home to, to see United trying to play through the midfield and trying to get it going. I saw McTominay. Um, mm. was he on the, it was on the right-hand side of a diamond. Now, side, if, yeah, you're play, yeah. if you're going to play a diamond, I mean, you, you're going to have one holding player. Yeah, he's then, the base, then, isn't he? Yeah, you expect to be technical players. And, and Van der Beek, we said in the last show, would be yeah. ideal for it. But he didn't. He went with two holders. I guess my big point is, Rob, when I look at the midfield players at the football club, and I tweeted out this, you look at Van der Beek and Pogba and, and Bruno Fernandes, you know, players that, that want to get on the ball and play. They're players. They want to get on the ball and play. Mm. Yet, we don't see that. We don't see United building up very well. They're not a good build-up team. They don't play mm. out nicely from the back. There's not a, doesn't look like there's a structure and a system like we're seeing at Arsenal. You kind of are seeing what the manager's trying to instill and it's working while it's progressing. And Unai Emery, you could see what he's trying to do and it was going yeah. nowhere. But it's improving. And I, and, I, and I look at the forward players, look at Martial Greenwood and uh, Marcus Rashford. They're counter-attacking players. Yeah. Not, they, they love it when they can get forward. So my question, throw it back to you then, Rob, is, is Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and this current team is sending, or the manager sending mixed, mixed messages of what he wants? He's got players that can play. He's set up with a diamond. Oh, go on, then go on and play. Mm. Or they don't mm. play. Or they can't play. They're better on a counter-attack, which has been the case for a long, long time now. Isn't that a problem when the players don't really know what they're trying to do in terms of their philosophy under this guy? Yeah, which points back a little bit to what I say, the culture and what we're trying to do and how we're trying to do it and, and, you know, some consistency, some understanding. I also think, Rob, what, what, what I will throw in is I think this manager looks for, I'm going to say easy options. That might be a little bit harsh. That, that takes away big decisions. He's jamming Paul Pogba into that diamond when Paul Pogba's not so... Paul Pogba came after the game and said, defensively, I'm, you know, it's not really my strength and he made the mistake. And Paul Pogba's basically saying, I don't want to be in a 4-4-2 diamond chasing back. He wants to be at the tip of a 4-4-2 diamond if you're playing it properly. Now, maybe it's a head-to-head. 
Do you want Bruno Fernandes? Do you want Paul Pogba? Right now, you take Bruno Fernandes for, for, for his productivity. But I, I just get the sense that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer will, will, will try and appease things. And that's not going to that's not, that, that, get him, him or Manchester United anywhere. Mm. Oh, Danny, Van, Danny Van der Beek. If you sign him and you believe in him and the system works, play him. Mm. Play him in the diamond. You've got a diamond. You've got to, if, you've, if not, why are you buying him? What's the point mm. of having him? Mm. Interesting afterwards, Rob. I know after the, uh, the game, there was a, we ran an interview with Roy Keane. And he was kind of talking a lot about the situation. I was disappointed and, and the, the, the squad lacks leaders and a few yeah. other things. But kind of hinted really that these players will get the manager of the sack. Yeah. And I, where I differ from that statement, Rob, is if, is if like it's not the manager, it's these players. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you've got to give him... Correct. All, all, all I would say is this, Robbie, all right? It's managers that turn things around at football clubs. It's Correct. managers that improve and sign the right players. Ferguson, right. Shankly, Pep, Klopp, Wenger, Mourinho. If you ain't got... You're another level, Rob. But you're talking about another level football. No, yeah, but I'm, not, I'm not, not comparing them, but I'm just saying yeah. that the manager yeah. is what changes the culture, that changes no, the but, club. But, but, but forget that, Rob. You make it, it's a good point you make. But forget that. Graham Potter, Ralph Hasenhutl, Nuno Espirito Santos, they change culture. We're not just talking, you know, those are yeah. the top winners and that. But that's, that's the coach's manager. job, isn't it? Correct. Correct. And that's, that, that kind of mission of, of, of responsibility, almost like the players. Hold on, if the manager's culpable, Pochettino ended up losing his job because the players didn't do enough for him and, and, and get over the line. It's almost like, and again, I don't know if it's a bit of an ex-teammate thing with Ollie, so like, let's blame Ed Woodward. Let's, this squad of players, Rob, are still good enough to finish top four. This group of players. Agreed. Still good enough with the right manager to finish top four. They're not going to win titles. I get that. Well, this, this this group or you're telling me Leicester City are better than this group mm. all over Wolverhampton Wonders Southampton mm. Everton are better than Manchester United I wouldn't say no I, I would say not better managed yeah and that, and that isn't isn't that I know we we probably swing a little bit right we we get a bad de- de- defeat and I automatically start thinking about the manager again I have this, the same thoughts I've had before like he's not the right guy for this giant football club with these superstar players to motivate cajole to organize he hasn't got he hasn't got the the resume the CV that's shown that he can do it it's, a, it's, a, it's an incredible gamble that it might just work. And yes, I know there's been big, big name managers there before at the club and it hasn't necessarily worked, but, but it still comes back to that for me. And, and, and that's my overriding thought. Um, Paul Pogba. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, his interview afterwards, Rob, and I heard his interview in the defensive part. Hmm. Is, he, is he really this bad? Or is he <laughs> deliberately playing in a way or not trying in a way to get his move in January that he, that he really wants? Interesting. I, I, I've not heard the January. Oh, I hadn't even thought about the January thing. So Tim Howard, who was with us today, um, sort of said, it was it had an interesting take where he said he thinks that interview was a message to his manager. He thought that interview said, there's no way Paul Pogba's been told by the press guy, Paul, you need to go out. Paul Pogba wants to do an interview. He did the interview. And and he's obviously decided he wants to come out and say something. Tim's view was that Paul Pogba's sending a message to to Ollie. 
you're going to play me in those defensive positions, I'm not the guy. You know, get me up in the pitch where I can play or, or, or don't play me kind of thing. That was Tim's take, which I thought was, was an interesting look. I, I just feel as though he, 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 was, he was a little bit saying like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the guy in that, in that defensive role for you. I'm, 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 a, I'm a player. You know, he talked about, I'm not very good in defensive. I'm not very good defensive. I mean, a a modern midfield player has to be two-way. Has to be box-to-box. The size and the power he's got. I said, there was was one thing you'll know, Rob. You've been there and, and, and you know, our our viewers and listeners hopefully will understand those who who play the game. You know the run that, that Bellerin makes? We've all had to chase that run back. And if you chase it back, it starts to hurt. The lungs are burning. Then there's... I always think you have two thoughts in your head. One, I've got to stay on my feet, I've got to block him, I've got to see him out. Or two, is like, I'm so tired, I'm just going to try and win the ball. And he took the easy first, the, the option to win the ball. When the, the real job, when you're really on your game, you stay on your feet, Rob, you block him out, you get a block, it goes for a corner. Nobody says a lot to you, but that's part of your job. And I thought he had that decision to make. And you know what? He took the, the easy way out. He took the easy, oh, I'll make a tackle. Oh, look, lazy. And look, and it loses yeah. the team. As well. It happened before, Rob. The game where he slid in. He, remember, he, he ran back into the box and he, he did a slide challenge. He was nowhere near and he gave a penalty away. Yeah. I can't remember which game it was, but it was the same thing where it was a, just a lazy bit of play where I'm here, I'm going to slide in to try and win the ball. It could be risky, but I'd rather do that than stay on my feet and do the right thing. So it's yeah. exactly the same when we've seen it time yeah. and time again. Just on other players, Rob, right? Again, going back to, to the manager is role in this. Bruno Fernandes. Yeah. There's no question that Bruno Fernandes, and people might argue this with Pogba as well, same point. He's a good player. He's yeah, a good player. player. Right. So player. why is it his fault then that this is at United? Why is he not playing well, Rob? Why is yeah, they couldn't get the ball from today, could they? Couldn't influence the game. No, no. He's the best player, most creative player. I think I saw in 19 Premier League, he's, got, he's been involved in 20 goals, scored 11 and assisted nine. He's the mm. guy who makes things happen because the football, Rob, isn't good enough to get him in the places where he can get on the ball and make it happen. The football is not good enough to do that. I know it's not. So, manager's fault then the football's not good enough? The players are not good enough yeah, football-wise? manager's fault. The manager's fault. We know, Bruno, it's like... I could go and put good players in good places, but I've got to get the ball to him to make it work. Yeah. You've got to have yeah. a system that's going to work to get him on the ball in and around the yeah. halfway line forward, right. and then he can start probing exactly. and doing his stuff. If the system you've got doesn't work, you, you don't know what that is, how it, to get it to him, you've got a problem. It, let me add it. Uh, it's so much the system doesn't work, Rob. It's the way that the players... Well, the method... They can play in every system. But if the players aren't coached well enough to make that system work, and this is why we're using this system, and this is what you should do, and this is why you move, this is what, like I think we're seeing at Arsenal, and we've seen at other clubs as well, and that's what's lacking. And that, that's the frustrating part, is that they should be a lot better. They're a team, Rob, and this is why the inconsistent part, we'll move on in a minute, we'll get on forever about United. That's yeah. why they're a, team of, they're a team of moments. They're a team of moments, of flurries, of Rashford breaking, you know, breaking forward and scoring. It, Mark it, is special. Green uh, scoring. They're, they're a team of moments and... and mm. And a little is, bit. Is, is, is it a chance? We, we want to talk Arsenal because I want to give some credit to Mikel Arteta and, and his team. Just before we do, and it, maybe this is the Arsenal link, and I, and I asked Tim this question: thing. Could Paul Pogba become their Mesut Ozil? Is it is, is, is it is it is it such a you know is he becoming that player 
that's almost an issue if he's in the team or not in the team. He's becoming the focal point in the media. Is he just trying to distract? 100%. Yes. And my opinion, I think our, our opinions are a little bit different. I remember when we said, I, I, I remember yeah, saying, yeah. you've got to try and make him stay. Such a good player. Yeah. You've got to make him yeah. part of the team. And you said, oh, I'm not sure he wants to stay. Yeah, you know, does he want to stay? The new opinion for me is, I don't want him to stay now. I don't think he's all that. And he's shown he's unreliable. He's 27 years of age. He's in his peak. And maybe if another manager comes in, maybe you'll get more out of him. I just think it's it's the time. And maybe this is what this plan is all along. Mm. To sell him. To sell him, to yeah. cash in. There's a couple of years left on his contract now. They extended it for one season. Because yeah. I, I don't think that, that this is going anywhere. And it's, it's, it's painful to say it because he's such a talented player. Mm. Yet his application, his attitude to this current situation and maybe the next situation yeah, yeah. before isn't helping the football club. And that yeah. is what should happen. They should they should sell him as soon as possible. Let's, let's get positive. Let's get Arsenal. Let's get Mikel Arteta. I think first win in the Premier League away at Old Trafford in 14 years. So we're going back to the Wenger days, the good old days. And he said he didn't tell his players just in case they, they started to buy into it. Um, but I thought the system was, was, was set up well. Uh, by Partey and El Nani as two holders. He had good width in the wide areas. Bellerin in particular caused them all kinds of problems, certainly on Pogba's side. He didn't want to go. But Tomine did a bit of a better job on Saka on, on, on the opposite side. And then he played the, the three footballers. At times they played narrow and narrowed it in a little bit to give the fullbacks problems. I thought, I thought Mikel Arteta's hmm. tactical game was spot on today. Yeah, on, on this particular game, absolutely right. And we've seen that mostly. The last few games, mm. you know, he's, he's chucked in some strange ones up front. Yeah, a little tinkering yeah. stuff in that. Yeah. A little bit with Aubameyang. Uh, aren't we all in agreement that Aubameyang, Lacazette and Willian is, is probably the yeah, best? That's the three. Isn't it? Yeah. And in that order, by the way, yeah. Aubameyang left. I don't think yeah. Lacazette did well. I, I thought Lacazette mm. struggled with his link-up play, holding the ball, taking care of the ball. Um, yeah. At, t- at times, particularly in the first half, but that's that's the kind of system that we what we've seen working well from them, and they, yeah. just, they just look a better team, Rob. Just look like, yeah. look like a better team. Um, plenty of the, as you said, plenty of ball in the wide areas. Um, holding player now in Thomas Partey that that is looking like the player w- that we know he can yeah. be. I think still, yeah, I think yeah. he's better as well. Mm. Um, and Gabriel, I thought Gabriel, central defender, yeah. you know, after being on a yellow card quite early on, headed a lot of balls away, a lot of challenges. You know, it, it's. It, it, it's definitely going in the right direction, even though they'll want to be higher than the league table and some of the results have hurt them a little bit. But I still, yeah. it's still a different, a, just a different feeling I've got with this manager and this club right now than, than yeah. the other side of this occasion. Mm. And, um, you know, he's a thinker. I know he's an inexperience, but, but you can see philosophy, mythology, yeah. you know, and it's, it's really good to see. Yeah, I saw someone on social media, one of, one of the journalists, actually, I think it was a Telegraph, one of the papers, who, who had written a piece and just said, you know, one time this was the biggest game in English football. They were both fine for titles, the Wenger. He just said, you get the sense that Mikel Arteta is going to bring back more of those those glory days in, in a quicker time yeah. than maybe yeah. you're going to see from Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, which it, I think is, is quite apt at the moment where I think you, you believe is, is a way forward for Arsenal. For, for Man United, just, I think I'm still scratching my head saying, is Oli the guy? Is Oli not the guy? I really, yeah, really. You can't keep scratching your head, Rob. You can't keep, I mean. Yeah. I know my head's getting sore. Cause it's it's head, I know. You, you, I think you're answering your own question by you're not sure, not sure. Mm. It's like, but anyway. 
Yeah. Let's move I mean, it on to uh, Liverpool, Mr. Musto, because Liverpool at the moment not playing brilliantly well, but getting results. Um, there, was a, there was a bit of a glare on this game because obviously Virgil van Dijk, we know, has had the um, operation we hear successfully. Hopefully he's mending. Fabinho was out with the hamstring. Not sure how long that's going to be. But obviously, a game against West Ham, there was, there was a glaring hole in the centre of defence. And Nathaniel Phillips, I think known as Nat Phillips, Fill the gap now. I'm going to let I'm going to let you go, Musto, because I know there's some Musto history with the I Phillips. Know, yeah, I mean, I, 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 to be fair, and I'll be honest, I didn't know it was Jimmy's Jimmy Phillips's son. Yeah, so Jimmy I, Phillips, I, yeah, ex-player yeah. at Bolton. Mm. Yeah, Nat Phillips is with uh, a former professional player, played for Bolton and my club Middlesbrough. It was Jimmy Phillips, mm. and I yeah. thought, oh yeah. So I, I remember Nat being born. I remember him being around the club as a little kid. Jimmy Phillips, the nicest guy in the world. His, his wife, mm. Anna, like go, gorgeous uh, couple. Um, good defender, wasn't he, Jimmy? Solid he was defender. He was a good attitude. He was a reliable defender. Left mm. back, got forward. Yeah. Which was tough, trained well. I remember training. He sometimes got fired up when the training wasn't good. And yeah. like, if, if Nat's like his dad's attitude, and his mm. ability, Jimmy was a really good left-footed attacking yeah. left back then he's got a chance. And I thought, by the way, as we're talking about him, I thought he was excellent. Yeah, I mean, played well, didn't he? Yeah. Really well. Didn't make any mistakes. Had loads of it to keep it. And he kept his passing very nice simple. Nice football, yeah. Nice footballer. Good size. 6'3", isn't he, or something? Yeah. Well, won a lot of headers. He's brave in the headers as well. Yeah. It's kind of what they need, because I'm not sure that Joe Gomez is, is quite so much as that. Joe Gomez, again. Yeah. Struggled a little bit, didn't he? Yeah. He doesn't. It's, it's poor header for the first goal, wasn't it? The uh, Pablo Fornells goal wasn't a good one, yeah. um, but Nat Phillips, you know, there's, there's, of course, there's a couple of young players that could play in that role. Yeah, was, uh, everybody thought Reese Williams might be yeah. the one, didn't he? I think he was the, the, the name everybody was thinking was going to play. But obviously, I, I read that, that uh, Nat Phillips went on loan to, I think, it was Stuttgart last season. Got some uh, minutes in the uh, second tier German football. Stuttgart got promoted. He's come back in, obviously. Yeah. Uh, it's played under twenty threes, but yeah, it's a good look for West Ham for, for Liverpool. Obviously, they got the win, didn't get the clean sheet. I want to talk a little bit about fringe players, Robbie Musto, in the Shakiri and the Jogo Jota. I mean, Jota's been a fine, by the way, any? I mean, I I wasn't quite sure. There's a lot of money. I think it's like nearly fifty eight million dollars. Come from Wolves, we knew he was a good player at Wolves. But I'm thinking, is he going to really make Liverpool better? Some really important player. Come up with some big goals, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's interesting because Liverpool were flat. Mm. They were struggling to create. It was a yeah. lot of sideways passes. In a, in, and this is what we've seen from Liverpool. It, it looks, it's a bit of a laboured thing at the moment. Of course, yeah. the important thing is winning when you're not playing great. And yeah. they've got a couple of players now that are making a real impact. And I know we do our underappreciated player. I'm not sure what yours is, so apologise if, if I hit yours. But this guy, no. for me, was really close. It's yeah. Jordan Shaqiri. A little underappreciated, Rob. The quality that he's got, and again, mm. instrumental in a, in a clever through ball. That yeah, uh, brilliant ball. In the European game, I think he had a little reverse ball. Yeah. A lovely goal yeah. for Jota finished off that move off. Um, between him and Jota, two players that mm. may be a little underappreciated, but I just thought Shakira yeah. deserves a mention of, of his quality. Yeah. He ain't the fittest guy. You know, he ain't going to be a starting player for Liverpool, really. But... What a lovely player to come off the bench and be able to pick up those passes, which is exactly what they need, particularly when Thiago isn't fit and ready to go. Yeah, it's a good show, actually, uh, Jordan Shakiri, because I think many people thought he might leave this summer or that his time might mm. be done at Liverpool. But as you say, with those two, I mean, the through ball at, at the defence, 
static, stone-like. Brilliant. Lovely running between and lovely. Von A does a good job of just standing there, making sure he's not offside. But not playing great, Liverpool. I'm sure you know they'd want performances, but sit top of the table. Mister Musto, sixteen points. Quite interesting. They've conceded the most goals in, in the league as well, fifteen, which is is rare for them. Is it mm. so? A bit of a very different season, very unnormal in, in lots of ways. But they've they've got to top of the pile again. Not playing great, and we'll get better. Yeah, I mean they're. Um... They're limping through a little bit. That's remarkable. Mate. I'm looking at the table now. 15 yeah. goals against the oh, most yeah. in the Premier League. Which, yeah. Wow. Uh, and only, so only 17 goals scored, so a plus two goal difference. So they're, yeah. they're getting it done. My last note on them was limping through. They're limping through a little bit. Maybe those yeah. numbers say that, but who cares? They've got five wins yeah. out of seven. But that, that's yeah. what it's about. And it's a great sign for them. They can do that, isn't it? Unless you remember, seven of those goals did come in that one game against Aston Villa. So one bad day is probably, you know, yeah. ramped, ramped yeah. that up a little bit. But yeah. yeah, limping through, staying top of the table. And, and that's what you've got to do. That's what champions do. That's what United used to do back in the day when things weren't going well. They win and they mm. move on. Let's move this on to Tottenham Hotspur because sooner or later, some people are going to start to say Tottenham must have a chance of a title this season. They sit second place after a win against Brighton. And the headline will be Gareth Bale mm. wins Premier League game for Tottenham like he used to do back in the day. Mm. Yeah, he did. He did. And, and a really nice header. He's, well, you know what his main attributes are, but he's pretty good in the air as well, Rob. He's a big guy. Yeah, right, he, yeah. he likes to get in the centre of the box. When you look where he play, he, he likes to get in the middle, which he did in this game. Um, I still think it's going to be a while before we see maybe the expected Gareth Bale play for Spurs. And mm. it wasn't a great performance from Spurs. And I yeah. appreciate what they're doing now. And, and they don't always look good. But of course, it's, it's a trait of Jose's that they managed to get the results and get to the top of, yeah. the, top of the league. I don't know, Rob. I, you know, after the last few matches, and there's been some great and some not so great, I still think... They, they ain't quite... They, they're, not, they're not the finished article yet. And there's times where... No. They, football and there's time mm. where they look a little stodgy with some of their play and so a, a great credit where they are right now I'm certainly not more thoughtful that they're going to win the title um that they're going to be in the race you know I think it looks mm. like right now but I still I still think there's there's an improvement needed in this team to be really a, a title challenger and, and be expected to, to have a right good guy. Just think in certain matches, they won't find a, a winning goal or they, you know, they're going to draw a few too many, maybe. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's I don't just know. Me. I, I, I slightly differ. I think there's a bit, I think with results, with not playing well and winning, which wasn't always a trait under Pochino, I think that brings a little something to you, brings a little belief, brings a little bit of confidence. And, Listen, they're, they're West Bromwich Albion away next weekend. You'd like to think they win that. We're going to an international break. We're starting to get to, you know, quarter point in the season. Jose might, you know, listen, he's done it before. He, he, he might just start to ramp it up a little bit with, amongst them. Not, not publicly. I think publicly it'll be that we're not ready yet now. But just internally, start ramping it up a little bit. You get bail fitter. You know, there's... Goal threats are all over the pitch. You put those players who played in Europa this week in their place about not being ready, got to work harder if you're going to get in my first team. I just feel like there's a few Jose Mourinho traits that he could kick in if mm. things start to continue to go well. And 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 listen, he's he's won t- he's won titles with worse teams than this Tottenham team, I'll tell you. 
Well, I'm not sure. I heard you say that. I, I'm not sure I'm having that. Who's okay. Yeah, I, I don't think he's won a title with a worse team than the Spurs team. Well, or won trophies. His Porto team were never the best The best team in Europe. Yeah. His, yeah, his, his, his Milan team were never the best team in Europe. What I'm saying, he can win silverware and you don't have to yeah. be the best 11. That's what he can do. He, if he can install something in Tottenham that they've not had before, Liverpool aren't playing well, but going okay. You know, Manchester United back in the day had seasons when they weren't brilliant all the time, but won games and won titles. This is what he can do more than Pochettino. That's the mm. difference between the two of them. Mm. I'll tell you what, it's got a couple of good midfield players at the moment. Pierre-Emile Hoiberg, yeah. signed from Southampton. Yeah. Totally underappreciated, not a big fee, but an mm. important, important player. Alongside Sissoko, both of them did a really good job cleaning up, intercepting inter, uh, passes and tackling. Those two are very, very good. I thought Graham Scott, the referee, had a bit of a nightmare, Rob. I, yeah. don't, we don't, I don't think we need to get into some of this, but some of those decisions in VAR was like... Uh, what it was, John, it was John Moss on it as well in VAR. It's not a good combination. It's not. But Graham's got going to the monitor for the what was it? It was the, the uh, Hoiber Lamptey, wasn't it? The Hoiber Lamptey. Yeah, it was right. It was right under his nose. By the way, he's looking at it, and you can see himself in the picture. And then he went to the monitor, and how that doesn't look like a clear foul, it, it beyond me a little bit. So <laughs> I, I'm not going to dwell on it. We've talked about VAR yeah. enough. Um, but I just yeah. thought he had a bit of a bad day. But Spurs. Found a way to win, Rob. Two one, and that's yeah. what you're talking about with Jose. That's yeah. what you're talking yeah. about. Finding a way yeah. to win when they're not, they don't look great. Mm. You know, defend well, and, and they take the opportunities. So Spurs flying at the moment. Mm. Uh, I'm just Mister Flipping. I want everything great done. I just want to see yeah, a bit yeah. more consistency. Yeah, and I think that can come. Yeah. No, no, yeah, it can. They can come. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. The Premier League is built on hope. The hope of discovering a new star. It doesn't take long, but Darwin Nunez to make an impression. The hope of rewriting history. And the hope of continuing a dynasty. Unstoppable week after week. This is the Premier League on NBC, USA and Peacock. Manchester City, they're looking to, to try and kick on a little bit. A 1-0 win against Sheffield United. Never an easy place to go. Bramall Lane and, and Chris Wilder's team struggling at the wrong end of the, of the table at the moment. Um, Baron uh, Torres again sorry, in, in his central role. They miss, Jay, as any team would, they, they miss a proper centre-forward still, don't they, this team? You know, for all the good play and... and you need somebody who's going to finish it off in the box. And you just got the sense with a Jesus or an Aguero, that would have been a, maybe a 3-0 win instead of a 1-0. You said it. 
the only thing missing in that performance, mm. and maybe the last couple, is the finishing touch. Yeah, yeah. City are looking good. Mm. They're looking solid. Yeah, clean sheets. Defens- yeah. Defensively, mm. I think there's less drama back there, Rob. There's not a worry yeah. about John Stones. There's not yeah. a worry about Zinchenko. There's not a worry about Otamendi. That, that between playing well and defending better, Walker's sitting, yeah, sitting still yeah. mostly got forward and got the winning goal on this one. Yeah. Ruben Diaz is no nonsense. Yeah, you know, it's got to go. It's got to go. Him alongside Laporte and Joe Cancelo, who's playing brilliantly. Yeah, right footed right. left back. He's a player. He can play that back four with a great goalkeeper and with a central midfield player and Rodri. That's mm. I think is right at the top of his game as well. And a De Bruyne that's buzzing everywhere. Yeah, you know. It, Sterling, Mares, you know, when you get Aguero up there, I just, you know, you know, my feelings of City going into the season, Rob, was it like, hmm, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, is there something missing? Now, I'm not saying they're at their very best, but yeah. I, I, if I was a City fan, I would mm. be very encouraged with that performance. Totally dominant. The passing was really, really good. Yeah. Very solid defensively, which has always been for me the main issue. And that's why they dropped off the last couple yeah. of seasons because they've lost that kind of. That, that sense that they're, they're not tough to score against, that looks like it's coming back, which will help yeah. this team shoot up this league table. And Aguero, mm. of course, is the, is the man they need to, to, to put games away. This got this should have been two or three. And yeah, then absolutely. The reaction is a little different. I'm still reacting that way because there's a lot I liked in that Man City performance. Yeah, yeah. I think I said from the Champions League, I thought they were good in the Champions League. The 3-0 win against Marseille. I know Marseille not the greatest of... Competition, but I, I just saw out the ball. There was a hunger. They won the ball back. The shape was good, as you say. No drama. What is it? Only three goals conceded in the last seven all competitions uh, since conceding that five to Leicester. So all of a sudden, there's, there's proper attention to, to defence. And I don't know, Rob. I just wonder. Like there was all this talk about Pep going back to Barca, and I know all the talk about he hasn't signed his contract. I just wonder. Very slowly, he's starting to get back into it, and his team are, and they're, they're, you know what I mean. Just very quietly under the radar. So mm. I pick the momentum up a bit. And, and as you say, I think Aguero and Jesus both get close to training now. So it might not be long before they get something close to full strength. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just a word on Sheffield United, Rob. Um, mm-hmm. continues to... I mean, they had a tough run of fixtures and stuff. Yeah. It continues to be worrying. When you see seven games played and yeah. one point, one point, I tell three you... Goals. Three goals, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's got to be worrying, and, and some of the some of the the team look different, Rob. You know, you're not you're not seeing the stuff that we saw. Yeah, last yeah. Different players, different, yeah, it's missed. He's trying, he's trying different players. He's trying different uh, situations. Different players playing defensively. Apparently, he, we had a wilder rant as well, Rob. After I, I didn't, oh. we didn't hear. Apparently, on Talk Sport, it was a proper rant again about you know, don't ex- don't think just hard work and running up and down is good enough. You know, uh, that's a given. I want more than that with Premier League. Like it was another. Wilder, I yeah. think, a bit of a risky tactic at this point. Mm. Yeah, it, well... Between now and Christmas, Rob, they've got to amass... Tw- they've got to find themselves 12 points. Yeah. And they've got some tough fixtures. I had a little look at their fixture list. They've got some tough fixtures coming up. Their man, Burnley. It's the first time I, look, I watched them play. And, I, of course, I know it's difficult. Yeah. Um, it's Man City. But, but even so, we've seen... You, out, you do see smaller teams doing well against the big yeah. where I thought, wow, they, they, their confidence looks down. They look mm-hmm. a little bit defeated. They, they couldn't get near the board. And they, yeah, I, 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 the more it goes on, of course, you've got to worry about Sheffield United. Mm-hmm. I still think the way Chelsea next there. as well, Rob, the way Chelsea right. next game. Yeah. Uh, Sheffield yeah. United. 
Yeah. We'll go into the break with one point from the game. Sanderberger is a bright spot, though. To mm-hmm. jump on the positive. I, you know, the more I see him, the more I think he could play way higher. Big yeah. guy, 22 years of age, good feet, covers the grain, ground well, likes to get forward. He can play in a variety of positions. Mm-hmm. I just think, you know, some, sometimes in, in these in the Premier League clubs that aren't super fashionable ones, there's some little there's oh, some little, little players, yeah. Little yeah, little player. I think I think yeah. I'm just thrown out I think I've thrown out before actually, but but I think he's yeah. somebody to watch. Um that mm-hmm. go places I really do, send a burger. Yeah, they definitely need Rian Brewster as well to start scoring goals. Yeah. Thirty million dollars from Liverpool. I mean, he had a one-on-one with Edison, which I thought he tried to go over the top. I just would like to see him maybe try and go around him and clip it in. But mm-hmm. you know, it's a gamble. Um, hopefully, it's a gamble that works for Chris Wilder. We'll keep an eye on Sheffield United after a tough start to the season. Let's move on to Chelsea because I thought this was one of the best performances of the weekend. Robbie Musto totally. to yeah. go to Burnley to keep a clean sheet to at times fight fire with fire, to be well prepared, to be well set up, I thought was an excellent performance by Chelsea. And I think Frank and Jody and his team should take a lot of credit because his team looked like they were ready for everything that Burnley threw at them. And in the end, they were just too good footballers, which we knew, we know that is anyway. That doesn't guarantee you anything in the Premier League. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. And you, and, and you think about the way that Spurs laboured against Burnley. Mm. Chelsea went there like just I think just a little less than a week later and yeah. get them off the park. I mean it's coming together, Rob. It's yeah. coming together at Chelsea and the new players are settling in and the football's starting to flow. Hakim Ziyech is an upgrade. He, yeah. He's a proper upgrade. Now, mm. you know, I'll throw the the cliched word of experience, but 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 his experience and coming into this club and this team, he yeah. looked. I, I guess confident is a better word, Rob. He looks a confident footballer. He looks like a footballer. Like, I want to get involved. Give me the ball. I can make things happen. I'll take a shot. Yeah. You know, I can yeah. make the play. Give me the ball. His confidence yeah. among uh, around the younger ones that maybe, you know, the new ones, the habits and, yeah. and uh, yeah. maybe yeah, maybe less so Mount, but he looks like a player, makes them better. You know, mm. I liked, I liked the, back, the back line. Now, I wrote down here, best team... Unless, unless you want Rudiger, I mean, it's a, it's a, you know, yeah. Werner in for, if if Pulisic's fit on the left hand yeah. side, Werner yeah. goes up front. I was a worry. The injury to him was a worry, yeah. by the way. Got to say it. Yeah, well, he's got it between him and the football club. Yeah. They got to they got to figure it out a little bit because yeah, they got to get him on the pitch on a regular basis. Yeah, or or take a, a rest and a break to repair and to come back stronger and better and well, not... It's like a hamstring, doesn't it? They're saying he's having a scan, I think, next yeah. day or two. But it was an innocuous fall, Rob, which could have happened in the first five minutes of the game, which is the worry. Which yeah. makes you think, is the injury fully right? Yeah, that's um, what I mean. I mean, between yeah. between him and the club and the manager... Yeah, figure out. But if he plays, plays up front, I kind of like the team. I like them. Mm. I really like the the, the Rhys James and Ben Chirwell. Thiago yeah. Silva looked... looked a class mm. act. Now, whether it's Zuma or whether it's Rudiger, you know, you've got yeah. Havertz uh, in midfield with Mason Mount. Ziyech, you know, I, I thought they looked really good. Very yeah. silky, solid defensively with Thiago Silva. Eduard Mendy obviously is an upgrade. They yeah. look more confident back there. I just, you know, a few weeks ago, Rob, I, m- I remember saying they just need time. They need time. Yeah. They need reps. They need yeah. games. They need experience. They need to go. And I think... You know they're starting to see now that this this Chelsea team, as you said, 
best performance of the weekend, yeah. and it really could be something special going forward. Now, of course, it's still, it is still early, but when you yeah. see lines like that and have it, some of his mm. touches and the classy moves and, and uh, Werner and Ziyech, it's, you know, as yeah. the name to suggest, this yeah. I think is going to be an exciting and a really good team going forward. Yeah, what is it? Four clean sheets in, in, in all competitions yeah. now on the bounce. That, that all looks good. And, and you lead me very nicely to my underappreciated player oh. of the week. And there's Thiago Silva, Robin Mussolini. Oh, is all right. Player, player of the week. In that, vastly experienced defender, played at all different levels. But I'm not sure how often or if at all he's had that direct ball in your face. Ashley Barnes, Chris Wood, fighting for 50-50s, winning balls. And I tell you what happened, Rob. He put his head in when he needed to put his head in. He used his body strength when he needed his front. And there was one great moment in the game. I don't know if you saw it or think, but Chris would kind of run past him and give him a bit of a headlock and pulled him down. And he fell on the floor. And Chogo got up, kind of brushed himself down, looked at Chris Wood almost to say, is that it? Is that all you've got? <laughs> it, it was just like a class moment from a defender yeah. who... I thought this is a test for him. This is this is this is a different place to go. Not a test in terms of his ability and that, but just the balls coming in the box. You're putting his head on the ball. The organisation. I thought he was absolutely spot on, and is what Chelsea need. Is is the experienced head that they need back there that they've not got with Rhys James, who's still a young player growing. Chilwell still wants to get forward times, and there'll be games when he's got to sit in. And the mm. partner next to him, it's Zuma at the moment, got the goal and is playing well. But mm. maybe that's Rudiger, who knows how that, but that mm. central guy who can organise, get things right and not be ruffled to go to, can go to Burnley and almost go to Chris Woods. Really? Mm. Yeah. You think you're just going to wear me down? It's not going to happen. I, I thought it was excellent in when yeah. I underpeer the performance of the week. Yeah, it's a great shout. I mean, the, the only thing that people might worry about is the pace it, when left yeah. exposed. Not yeah. seeing that at all. Hasn't no. been exposed. He's smart enough maybe to drop Get off. Get people around him any and drop yeah. off. And, you know, as we've yeah. seen in the past. Really good. Some good. Stuff. I mean, really yeah. good all around, I thought, Chelsea. Frank Lampard, so pleased with Frank Lampard to, to mm. find it, you know, see it coming together. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it looks pretty exciting, I'll tell you. Let's move to St. James's Point, Newcastle, Everton. Newcastle winning mm. 2-1, back-to-back defeats for Everton. They obviously won't please uh, Carlo Angelotti. Headline here, Robbie Musto, was Jordan Pickford was rested, i use that word in inverted commas, rested for one game, told by his manager, apparently guaranteed by his manager, he'll be in the team next week against Manchester United, which yep. has me again scratching my head. Um, Jordan Pickford, for the first time, I believe, since he's signed Everton, not played as, 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 as the number one. What's your take on that, the Ancelotti situation, Everton... Back-to-back defeats, just losing a little bit of momentum. Obviously, no Richarlison, no Hammers Rodriguez. Makes them look a very different team. Um, I, I like it. I like what like he did. The Jordan Pickford thing. I liked everything about it. Everything well, about do it. Like, do you like guaranteeing him that he's playing next yeah, week? Yeah. And, and where that. do you think this ends then? Where do you think well, this it, ends? It, it starts by looking at the new goalkeeper. Yeah. Right? Starts with giving him a game. It's not as if yeah. Pickford's been playing playing great, so nobody's going to mm-hmm. complain. Even the player's not going to complain about sitting on the bench. And you throw the guy in at a Premier League match. Let's see what he's got. Let's see yeah. what he can. Let's see what he can do in in a Premier League match um, away from home. And yeah. then we'll put Jordan back in and like, okay, we've all seen what he can do. Pretty good. Yeah. And by the way, mm-hmm. he made two brilliant saves. Brilliant, yeah. yeah. Brilliant yeah. saves in the game. So, yeah. Robin Olsen has done himself a world of good. His manager knows what he's capable of. Okay, Jordan, mm-hmm. back to you. 
Because if you make any mistakes, we all know what he's done and everybody's yeah. going to be absolutely fine with him being the side. So I, I, I think it's unusual. It's, mm. it's definitely unusual. This, this, but, but if you think yeah. about it, Rob, like that, you know, Pickford's not going to be absolutely distraught because he's knows he's know he's playing in the next game against United, next yeah. big game. Yeah. It's just yeah. it was an opportunity for the other guy to show what he can do. He did yeah. great. Now, okay, mm. back to you, Jordan, and and this is what you got to compete with. I, really I, good. I, I get that, totally get it, and 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 your reasoning makes good sense when you you, you explain like that. My sense is Jordan Pickford's going to be Everton's number two by the end of the season. The manager's looking for the right time or the right reason yeah. to do. If, if, if he was happy with Jordan Pickford, he doesn't get the rest. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with that. No, so I'm saying the, the game for and you're right. He's giving Jordan Pickford the, the the chance to prove himself or not. But eventually, he's gonna he's not gonna be his number one because that's where we're at. You don't buy the guy in the last minutes of the deadline to not think he's going to be number one. You don't do something like today. You don't do that with Edison. You don't do that with Allison. You don't rest them. You rest them in the League Cup if they want to rest. You don't rest them in a Premier League game. I believe by maybe Christmas, Jordan Pickford will be number two at Everton. Well, that that's that's possibly right. And the option is always there. All, all I'm saying is that I kind of like the way, Rob, I suppose that he's trying to get to that. And that Pickford yeah. dropped... Um, but you know, you, we all know now what he can do, and you might be right, Rob. If, if it's if that's not one thing to focus the play now going forward, Jordan yeah. Pickford, yeah. instead of yeah. instead of Rob, always picking him, and Pickford saying, you know "What? Yeah. So you know, I've had a few mistakes, but the manager he, he really likes me. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, oh, there oh, you go. So he will, the power. Yeah. yeah, like I want to look at him. You haven't been doing great anyway, so you're right, Rob. But you wouldn't do that yeah. to a goalkeeper that's doing brilliant. I understand mm. that, but it doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that oh well, no, well, he's going to stay in and he's going to be out it's just the last kind of like okay Jordan it's back up to you now but mm. we've got a good goalie there mate and, and it's the last bit of inspiration that he should need Robbie Earl, to he give to player, his yeah, most focus his, game, most, again, his yeah. best attitude and, and then consequently his best performances and that's what will happen now by the way, he's trying to save his number one spot at Everton. His number one spot for England because suddenly he can't be England's number one if he, if he becomes number two at Everton. That, that's yeah. going to be difficult. So the story was more than Jordan Pickford Rob. Back-to-back defeats for Everton. No Hammers, no Richarlison. Look a very different outfit without that kind of forward threat. And him, Calvert-Lewin, you know, we talked about those quality of runs of that. They're not there when he's not got that supply line. Yeah, it seems that way. I think Richarlison, the record when he's not in the team, is not good at Everton. Um, and, and James, we've all seen the quality that he's that he's bringing. So I, I think it's as simple as that right now. You know, that that team that burst onto the scene at the start of the season, you know, it, it was that new midfield. It was James. It was everything clicking into place. Yes, there's going to be rotations and mixes and maybe some of the squad players can't maintain the same levels. Tough to do that when Richarlison and uh, Hammers, probably the, the, the two most technically gifted players are out the side. I think they're probably going to be back for the next match, aren't they? I think. Um, not sure on that. I know that Richarlison suspension. No, sure. Yeah, he's got one more, hasn't he? he Has he got one more? Three. I don't know. Three, I'm not yeah. sure. Two of three. Um, but yeah, they missed those two players and it's just it's just dropped off a little bit, obviously. Um, mm. But they're still third in the table right now, I think, Robbie, yeah. after seven matches. So it's, you know, it's, yeah. A good win for Newcastle. A couple of goals for Callum Wilson, who's starting to prove good. I think that's six for him now in, in you know, the black and white shape. We, we've said for so long, centre-forward there changes their outlook. And, 
they hang in games. He obviously gets them well, well set up and, and, and mm. you know, gives him quite a chance to play. I mm. thought, um, you know, Steve Bruce would be delighted, with, I would have thought, with, with his team. Yeah, I mean, I, I think if you're going to get some good weekends and some bad weekends is what we've seen. For Newcastle at the moment, I think that's all right because that's going to get wins and, and they're going to be where they are yeah. right now, which is mid-table in the Premier League after mm. seven matches, 11 points. So that, that's, for me, that's still good work from Steve Bruce. Yeah. I just Absolutely. I just think it is. There's going to be uh, maybe uh, Newcastle fans that get frustrated that they can't be more mm. consistent. But I still like what they're doing and it, it's, a, it's a base to build on and, and that consistency may come with time. But that's a great win. That's a great win for Newcastle, Rob, and a team that still might have thought and Steve Bruce might have thought, you know what, we might be looking yeah. over our shoulder. Even though we made some really good signings. Mm. Um, Ryan Fraser did well, didn't he, for the second goal? Yeah, Comes across, yeah. gets a deflection there, but but it's it's good. It's good news for Newcastle. They're in a, they're in a good yeah. spot, and it adds to the to the plight of your Sheffield Uniteds and and your mm. bright other teams that are down there. And your nine nine point gap from teams like them, you know, to uh, Newcastle at yeah. the moment, nine or yeah. ten. Yeah. So ten point, uh, ten point That's gap, good. yeah, which is good. Yeah, mm. Wolverhampton Wonders, Mister Musto, continue to. Do well, continue to show a consistency that's remarkable based on a team that was three seasons ago was in the championship, two yeah. top seven finishes. Um, I thought the front three of Neto, Pedence, and Jimenez were excellent in the first half against Crystal Palace. You can see why Adoma Troy can't get in that side. Intelligent footballers, team well set up, um, yeah. who I thought were imposed themselves. And the will on, on Crystal Palace and uh, Ryan Eight, uh, Nori, the young fullback who came in at left back, looks a proper football. Another fine, they get him on loan from Angers uh, with an option to buy. The recruitment mm. in that football club is, is remarkable. People just mm. come into the team and make them better. Yeah, and Nuno does a does a really good job of of picking the side and rotating out whether it's Moutinho in or Ruben yeah. Neves. Yeah. Um, you know, you allow Diogo Jota to leave the football club, big fee for Liverpool, but still a very talented young player. But you have got the Pudence, um, mm. Daniel Pudence, who, who is is doing great, and now he's given the license to get out there and play. Uh, Pedro Neto, as you said, I mean, it's a it's just a good it's a good story of a well managed football club with the recruitment and the manager and. And yeah, and, and without the European distraction this year, Robbie Earl, why can't they have a really good, strong yeah. run? And there will be targeting an unlikely top four. But yeah, why not? Absolutely, why not? Given the, the fewer games they've got and the travel, et cetera, that the Europa League gave them last year. So brilliant story. I, I'm still not convinced. I'm not... Nelson Semedo at right wing back uh, as a replacement to... Doherty. different, isn't it? Yeah, it's different. Yeah. But, you know, all that being said, it's still... A very settled defensive unit, an excellent goal, international goalkeeper, and mm. a front line that looks different to last season, but looks equally as good. Really yeah, good. Absolutely. Quick line on uh, Aston Villa, Southampton. Seven goals in this one. Uh, lots of positives for Southampton, scoring four goals. James Woodpouth with two brilliant free kicks. One big negative, I have to say, the injury mm. to Danny Ings, who got himself a goal, but then was taken off with what looks like a little bit of a nasty knee injury. I know that they're going to scan that and well, this is the thing we said that Southampton could ill, ill afford would be 22 goals well, last five this. And we're hoping it, listen, it, it's a knee, hoping it's nothing too bad. But um, 
it didn't look good when he went down, mate. To be honest, I didn't no, know. but 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 sometimes those it, it's difficult to we can't speculate on how uh, bad it was. It, 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 you're right, it didn't it didn't look good. Mm. It didn't look good. Uh, but but what I would say, Rob, in, in I think remember you were saying that they could have a difficult season if Ings got injured. Yeah. Now he might be out injured for a bit, but but haven't you seen enough, Rob, from the team uh, that that they've they've jumped they've jumped a level where they shouldn't even without Danny Ings. Shouldn't they? They, 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 yeah. they should be okay if he's out for a long yeah. period of time. Given how how good they've looked, it's a good point in this super well coached and, and thing. But he is a bit of a talisman. I think without him in the front line, yeah. I think the opposition looked different. I don't think Shea Adams is quite the guy, the same guy. Um, but I do get your point. Yes, they, they mm. play good football. They, they they build up. When you talk about you know with Manchester, United, you don't know what you you don't kind of see what they're trying to do. You can see what Southampton are trying to do, whether they do it well or, or not. The manager's got them them, them certainly well-coached and, and, and well-versed. Set-pieces are good. There's mm. variation in, in, in their football. Um, but it will be fingers crossed for Danny Ings. It will be horrible news for not only the player, but certainly the football club if he was to miss any length uh, of games. Mm. And it brings me on to another player that... Uh... This is my underappreciated form of the week, Robbie Earl, and it's James Ward-Prowse. Now, of course, people will love these two goals. Yeah. The, yeah. I feel like he's a player that, that's generally underappreciated and a mm. player that, that shows you that time, having a great attitude and reps in this league, you, you, can, you can improve and get better. And he's certainly done that as a general footballer. His free kick taking is getting to the point where it's now he's starting to, to compare him with other, with other great Back, free kick takers. Well, I've got some data and fact, Robbie. Oh, and I, like yeah, I've got some data and fact. And of course, he's still a relatively young player and can go on and add to these numbers. But the, the, the daddy, the king, is of course David Beckham. Matt. So free kick uh, goals, direct free kick goals. David Beckham, 18. Uh, Gianfranco Sola, 12. Thierry Henry, 12. Um, Premier League. You're Premier yeah. League now, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think so, yeah. That's the information I have. Ian Hart got 10. Uh, you got uh, Nobby Solano, Newcastle United, 9. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie Redknapp, Frank Lampard. And he sits there. He sits just underneath, underneath those guys on, on 8 again. Mm. he's got two in, in 45 minutes he could jump up this list and I think we will see him by the time his career is done he's going to be right behind David Beckham now I don't know if he's going to catch David Beckham because David Beckham's got 18 which is six yeah. more than anybody else but he's already on he's already on eight and that technique I mean we're seeing it quite regular now which is really 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 hard to do to get yeah. the ball up with the pace with the accuracy to get the right height so it doesn't get too high it doesn't you don't you don't kind of pull it um, special, special, special talent, a special ability to make those free kicks and a player that that maybe, I know he's got England time under Gareth Southgate, Gareth loves him by the way, but a yeah. player that, that I wanted to, to boost up yeah. again, again, a good time to do it is because he got these two goals. Any surprise on that is Earl and Muster weren't anywhere on the list. I, I, I think I, I might have run on free kicks for like two efforts yeah. and then I was pushed off again. I had Rose Z in the bag, but nothing more than that. <laughs> yeah, good for Southampton. Hopefully, they get good news from the scam from Danny Ings and everything's all right. With that's it for this weekend, mate. Yeah. Uh, great weekend of Premier League incident, if not great football, but always keep you gripped. Liverpool go top of the table. Not sure if that's ominous. Tottenham goes second. Are they in a title race? That's it for this week. I say, uh, date for your diary on Wednesday, the 4th of November. That'll be the next podcast when we'll recap all the big teams. 
in the big European competition. That's the Champions League. So make sure you look out for that one. But for now, I'm Earl. He's Musto. Together with the two Robbies, thanks for watching and listening. Stay safe and stay healthy. It's a good night from me. And it's a good night from him. Good night. Good night. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.